Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Fight Forever in review. I changed it now. That's just what it is now. I'm joined by Brad. He's never played the game. Brad, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I've actually, I'm kind of turning around on Fight Forever. I'm enjoying it more now. Good. Um, I've been playing it more. Here's the thing. Um, at least... One of the things that has increased my enjoyability, first of all, just playing it more, because mm-hmm. the more I get used to the controls, and the more I unlock some of the abilities and do some of the abilities, it's pretty fucking fun. I mm-hmm. just I created Sunny Kiss in that game. I think I told you that before. I was like, this is the yeah. only character I'm going to create. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I want to create more, because I just, yeah. I want it. Um Anyways, so I'm running through the single player story with uh with Sunny Kiss and I just had a lights out match with Cody Rhodes in which I butchered him. <laughs> just butchered that man. My god. I I just I don't know. I put him through tables. I actually I hip tossed him through a table, which was pretty funny. That's awesome. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just a just a hip toss through a table. I fucking I took that fucking sledgehammer that he that he broke the throne with, and I broke his skull with it. Um, <laughs> I wrapped a chair around his head. I've I've I got, I got Francine. Is that with the with the bat with the nails in it? It's called Lucille. Uh, oh, Lucille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucille from The Walking Dead. I fucking smacked mm-hmm. him up with that shit brutal i didn't have a drop of blood on me he was destroyed and that's what you get for not booking me Mm -hmm. don't book sunny kiss sunny kiss is gonna kick your ass yeah i got in a feud with aubrey edwards yeah (laughs) you texted them that's hilarious and i fought a freaking handicap match audrey edwards and eddie kingston versus sunny kiss That's awesome. I didn't know because Aubrey Edwards, you you unlock her as a wrestler in the game, and I guess there is a mm-hmm. part where I spoilers. If you don't want to hear this minor spoil thing, then fucking skip ahead a minute. Um, Aubrey Edwards, or you can select somebody to go to dinner with to invite to dinner. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hey, Aubrey's on the list. I'll invite Aubrey, and then she becomes like your tag partner or like your friend kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. But then she does like the uh, the Gargano and Champa breakup, where she like smashes your head into the into the screen oh, and, yeah. and shit. And betrays you. <laughs> it's just like, did Aubrey Edwards just smash my head into the fucking <laughs> entrance? Aubrey What's Edwards going on? What? I just wanted <laughs> to take this nice lady out for dinner because I thought that she and Sunny Kiss would get along, and she fucking. Assault. And she's fucking good in the game. It is hard to beat Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> I am like, I'm like one in three against her. <laughs> I keep trying to fight her, and she keeps beating me. That's awesome. You're like Tommy Dreamer, and she's like Raven. You just can never beat her. Yeah, no, it's uh the <laughs> once you start getting the hang of like. Like, somebody goes outside and you immediately do a toe pay on them. Like, sh- shit like that is, like, snappy. 
Like things happen mm-hmm. the way you want them to. Like you can you can string moves together. Like I have a signature like a like a corkscrew kick that I do that ends up turning the they turn around and they're dazed and then I always go right into a poison rana. Mm-hmm. Where I snap them on the back of the, like every time it's just and it's like snap snap and I'm like ah this this just feels good you get like you get your own That's combos awesome. going. Mm-hmm. I've been watching um, a guy I can't remember his name. Um, anyways, he he streams and he does his own his own character and I was watching him play. I was like, oh this looks good. I want to play more now. And then I did, mm-hmm. I started playing more and it's fun. But the trick is just skip all the little things. Like just, just click through all the little things, like going out, going out for lunch, working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whenever get to the match or get to the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more enjoyable. It seems like they didn't put a lot of effort into the activities that your character does. Sort of like persona like mm-hmm. activities. Yeah. Like it's very repetitive, very, shitty writing mm-hmm. okay so just fucking skip through them it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> like who cares but uh yeah it's a it's a good time and i'm enjoying it and kenny omega has since come out and said we are going to continue to support this he wants people to uh on those threads of on twitter of people like putting their feedback he wants that they're gonna go through it see what is see what are the things that people want the most. Take it to heart, because he said he is somebody who's very in the fighting community, and that's a huge part of the fighting community, is mm-hmm. is feedback. And this is basically yeah. a fighting game, really, yeah, when it comes down to it. Um, especially the game that they have made, where it's not a sim. Mm-hmm. It's like a... It's very much a PvP game. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's uh he, it's clear he approached it from that way, and he said, "Yeah, we'll take that into account. You're gonna get more characters. You're gonna get more customization stuff." And he said, "There's a mode that's coming very soon. That's kind of leaked that everyone's gonna love, and that is a motherfucking battle royale mode, and not like a battle mm-hmm. royal, not like a yeah. ten men not flip over the top rope. Yeah. It's thirty men." In the stadium stampede with horses and loot boxes and fucking bazookas. And (laughs) I can't fucking wait. Hopefully the servers are going to hold up because this could be a game changer. Mm -hmm. Because as we've seen, what are the most or what have been some of the most popular games? We got Fortnite. We got Apex. We Mm -hmm. had that... uh, Whatever. What was the first one called? Something unknown. Player unknown. Oh, um, PUBG. Yeah, PUBG. Yeah, we had the, mm. those. When they click, Warzone are Call huge. Of Duty. Yeah, and to just bake that into a wrestling game is so f- interesting and kind of forward thinking. It's just like, how can we hook people? And you're like, mm-hmm. this better hit. Man, this better hit, and hopefully the servers can live up to it. I've heard, I've seen both good and bad in terms of the server stuff. I actually haven't had any glitches in the game, 
that's one thing I'm happy to report. Like some people say, oh, it's messy in that sense and rough around the edges. Like, not from what I've seen. And I, but I don't play online. Mm-hmm. The clips I've yeah. seen from online are pretty good. The one thing you can do in the game which would make online play hell is you can hit signature after signature. Yeah. You can sort of just keep doing it and it's like, okay, people are going to just abuse that. So they're yeah, gonna, I they're gonna have to find some a way people to do com- one or two signatures and complaining. Yeah, I saw some people complaining. I guess there's like a move where you can like automatically roll out of the ring. Yeah, I haven't even figured out how to do that yet. <laughs> yeah, and I I saw people complaining like online people just abuse that over and over. And yeah, like it, I, yeah, they're Jay White. <laughs> they're uh, yeah. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I faced Orange Cassidy today. He is fun to play against. When he starts putting his hands in his pockets and doing moves to you, he's constantly <laughs> doing the the John Woo drop kick with his fucking hands in his pockets. It's, I beat him. But again, I'm playing on normal. And sometimes I'm having... I'm winning, but some I, I've lost on normal. And when when you get hit with the finish, you almost always lose. So if you get hit with the mm-hmm. finish on normal, you're out. Your toast, generally speaking. Yeah. So it's it's a challenging game. It's a quick game. Like matches do not last long. It's like fucking Joshi the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you people get crumpled. Um, but yeah, fun. Um, I'm glad they're. It's looking like they're going to support it, and apparently THQ is sort of teaming up at least on the PCN, with modders, which is crazy. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. like, I saw somebody, um, he was playing on the old uh, 2009 Ring of Honor ring. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, he, he modded it into his game, and it you had to play it on single player, but fine, whatever. I, I don't think I've played an online match and wrestling mm-hmm. in like five years i don't care they're yeah. be- people are better than me i know i don't have to play them to find out mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's a fun fun game fun game I'm, I'm glad you've come around on it yeah i've come around on it like i've played more of that than final fantasy lately and final fantasy is a perfect game so mm-hmm. it's whatever i'm more interested in at the time yeah Okay, so let's get into. Is there any news? 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 Um, I know Wembley's I saw... sitting at seventy-four thousand yeah. tickets. That's cool news. Mm-hmm. That's, That's going to really be cool. loud. Very yeah, loud. Okay, what am I going to just turn that down? Turn this up. There we go. Okay, um, and then I saw. Um... Was it Diamante's finally under a full AEW contract? She is? Since when? Yeah. I think I saw Sean Ross Sapp tweet that out. I mean. Just a couple days ago. She's been working behind the scenes, I've heard, for a while. Mm -hmm. Like, um, she's been doing production stuff, I think, as well Mm -hmm. for them. So, like, I think for the most part, I think she has been working full time for them. Um, I would like them to get her on screen. I mean, you can say that for any of the women. Yeah. But, uh, 
Oh, fun things that happen leading into this show, and something that I guess just happened last night. Eddie Kingston won the New Japan Strong Open Open Weight title. Yeah. He beat, uh, who did he beat for that? Which is cool. He beat Kenta. He beat Kenta, which is actually, a, I really got to watch that match. He did it in Kirk yeah. and Hall, too, which is, yeah. which is Eddie's dream. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's super emotional after it. Yeah, I got to gotta watch that. That show was good because you also had Willow versus Julia on that show. Yeah, I was going to say Julia beat Willow mm-hmm. for, for her New Japan Strong Championship. So that is now yeah. back over to the uh, to the New Japan side. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for the best, because she can defend it more often, whereas Willow yeah. cannot. That's fine. It's the New Japan Strong Belt, which I think will maybe trade hands a little bit more often than the, the, the regular belt. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then also on that show, you had Mox versus El Desperado in a... I think they called it, because it happened on Independence Day, but they're in Japan, but they called it the Give Me Freedom or Give Me Death match or something like that, which was awesome. <laughs> Fucking bananas, man. Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Mox has those matches, there's always people on uh, on social media trying to say, like, is like, oh, this is the biggest uh, downgrade. And, like, no, Mox is having the time of his life, and it's glorious. Yeah. yeah. He loves facing Despy. He's faced mm-hmm. Despy before in these matches. I think yeah. this is the uh, the third of a trilogy between them, right? I think so. I can't remember, but they this isn't their first time they faced each other, and it always no. just goes it ends up being crazy. Yes, and I think the other one was that guy from All Japan was in it. Uh huh. That one. What What's that guy's name? He's fucking crazy. Uh, I can't think of his name, but I could. I know exactly what he looks like. He looks like a piece of hamburger meat. Yeah. He's crazy looking. Oh, my God. He looks like the Takasuk Avenger. Not to yeah. disrespect <laughs> that man, because he would kill me. But, my yeah. God, he looks like the Toxic Avenger with a mohawk. Mm-hmm. He's terrifying. Um, yeah. Yeah, so cool New Japan stuff has happened. I haven't been able to watch it. I did watch... Um, collision but i watched it uh i watched it, i think monday i watched it when i got home because i was seeing my parents because it's father's day and i think this is some well this is actually some news apparently collisions numbers aren't doing so hot but it's like were they going to i mean i would like them to but putting them yeah on... it was fourth of july weekend here in the states so people lots of people were out doing stuff Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, well, that, that that's something they need to keep in mind. Yeah, because it's a, it's college a football starts in two months, so they're gonna. Have How to... many episodes have they had? Two or three? Three. This is their third one. Did the second one do shit numbers? It was down from the first week, but not as low as this last week. I mean, it is a downward trajectory. However, mm-hmm. it's a holiday, and as I'm sure you can will attest, July Fourth is a is up there with Thanksgiving, right? For you guys? Oh, yeah. People it's a big nuts. fucking deal. Yeah. In Canada, it's nothing. It's really just when NHL free agency is. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah here it. it's like people buy fireworks and my we have, and shoot fireworks. We have fireworks and it is Canada Day. Mm-hmm. But 
nobody really cares. It's just a day off. It's, oh yeah, here here it's like every like even the most diehard non patriotic people on Fourth of July, everyone becomes patriotic. You know? Yeah, for for just us, it's the, the July first long weekend. Is is all it is. Yeah, it's like whatever, call it. Let's just call it Canada Day. Whatever, fuck off. Um, and I think they knew it because like it had good matches on Collision, but it wasn't like a super build to anything. Next week's they have a lot more build to stuff, so I think they knew mm-hmm, that this mm-hmm. week past weekend. Well, and it was we'll taped. have to talk about that. That doesn't help. That's the one thing I didn't take note of was what's coming next week. Oh well, oh, we sure we do know one do. of the matches, a big one. Um, but one the one cool thing that happened on Collision was, uh, and I, I just I really liked the details of this because it didn't necessarily play into the into the plot, but it's just sort of a continuity kind of thing. We had uh, Samoa Joe after the match. He got in Punk's face, who was who was on commentary. He challenges Punk with a chair. Punk says, "Hey, man, I'm sitting on a chair too. I've got a chair. What?" Which mm-hmm. I liked. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he's like, "Fine." So uh, Samoa Joe rolls in the ring, picks up Roderick Strong, who he's already beaten him, and drops him on his head on the chair. And they come in, they put him on a stretcher, they put a neck brace on him, they're taking him, and Adam Cole comes out there. First of all, Punk's concerned, but he's not like buddy buddy with mm-hmm. Roderick Strong. He's just like, "What the fuck you do that for, man?" Yeah. Um, but Adam Cole comes down, and he, because he's best friends with Roddy, and he's there beside him, saying, "You'll be okay. I'm here with you." He never looks at Punk. Punk never really looks at him. It's not part of the plot. It's just continuity. He's Roderick Strong's friend. It would be weird for your friend to get hurt and for you not to come out. <laughs> I liked that. It's just world building. Yeah. It has nothing to do with any of the matches that are coming. It has nothing to do with Adam Cole's current feud slash <laughs> tournament that he's in. It has. It's just good storytelling. Yeah. Like it just I made it, it look seem real, and I appreciated that. That was cool. Yeah, the people that are watching Collision are loving Collision. It's, Collision's always good. It's great. It's just, I love it. It's mm-hmm. it's fucking it's a it's AW Dynamite, but on a different night, and they do some things a little bit differently, and I like it. But it's like very minor changes, but they do a lot more backstage hype videos. Of the guys who are going to be in the match, yeah, like this week, like all the tournament guys had a, a promo to start the show. Yeah, which is cool. They don't do that on on they actually they often do that for tournaments. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah, maybe it could be a tournament based thing. But I enjoyed it. It's cool. It's fun. Um, I like that a lot. But we should uh, we should get to dynamite. Let me let me bring up my notes. Uh, very slow with it. So it started out with a promo. It was Keith yes. Lee and Darby Allen backstage. Yes. And Darby says, I forget exactly what he said to Keith Lee, but something about like, you know, you you kind of been slipping. You haven't been on TV that much. And I think it's because you, you've gotten soft and stuff. He basically just talks shit to Keith Lee, trying to fire him up. Yeah. And he says, like, this is, he says, this match is a big opportunity for you. Um, if you have to go uh, one on two in this match, 
and not ever tag Swerve in to get this win, then do that. Because mm-hmm. you really need this. You can't afford to have Swerve screw this up for you. Which is really smart, because that puts the doubt in Keith Lee's head. It makes him uh, think that Swerve is going to turn on him at some point. It's good. It's smart. And yeah. the commentators picked up on that as well. Um, yeah, my favorite part right from the beginning was uh, <laughs> was Big Keith Lee and Orange Cassidy um, going at it with each other. Um, Orange Cassidy does the, does his little kicks. Keith Lee, who's friends with Orange Cassidy because they tagged a couple weeks ago, is like, mm-hmm. "Are you done?" Orange Cassidy says, "Like, hold on one second. Let me let me just get my hands in my pocket. Here, my hands are in my pockets. Cool." And then Keith Lee gives him the double chop in the chest, yeah. and Orange <laughs> Cassidy went to the nether realm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he is, awesome. he is in a shambolic state right now. He is, uh, yeah, he's otherworldly. He's a, he's a Buddhist now. Like mm-hmm. his his mind has left his body, and he fucking picks him back up again, puts him in the corner, and Orange Cassie says, "Okay, hold on one second. He puts his hands back yeah. in his pocket, and he does it again. <laughs> and my God." Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And I liked po- the um Oh go ahead. No. You please. Oh I was gonna say I liked uh when at the beginning of the match it was Keith and Darby. Yes. And Darby slapped him. So Keith Lee just rushed him to the corner and then just threw him all the way across the ring. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna just gonna say that. Yeah, he I rewound it to rewatch that. It's like yeah, he he fucking twenty feet. Just fucking yeah. yeeted that boy. Um, and then I started thinking, if they want to really, really get Keith Lee over, they need to have him have a match with Darby because Darby will take crazy bumps for him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I, they're probably leading to that. Like I kind of think mm-hmm. that they're building a oh, yeah. story with Lee and uh, Lee and Darby. And I hope that Lee would go over because I'd like him to have his turn. Um, yeah, me too. Darby has had his turn multiple times. He's got held the TNT Championship twice. He's had a World Championship spot. Just, just mm-hmm. let Keith Lee have his shot. Um, yeah, but yeah, Keith Lee is intent to go it alone in this match. He's not tagging in Swerve. Swerve eventually tags himself in. Um, there's a fucking powerbomb superplex in this match. Yeah. With... That was that was awesome. Swerve tried to go for a superplex, and Keith Lee just powerbombed Swerve. <laughs> And then is so pleased with himself that he hurt Swerve along yeah. with uh, everyone else. It, that was a bonkers spot. Um, <laughs> another bonkers spot was I can't I can't remember who did it. Um, oh yeah, no, it was Swerve put the steps like guillotine on top of Darby Allen, and then Keith Lee walked up the steps. Keith yeah. fucking Lee with. Orange Cassidy on his back. <laughs> like, it's like, God damn, Darby, you're going to give yourself a fucking hernia. <laughs> like, that is yeah. brutal. And I loved it. I've never seen that before. That's a really good spot. Um, mm-hmm. A really funny, comical, but cool uh, twisting cutter scene or exchange between uh, Orange Cassidy and Keith Lee where Orange Cassidy keeps going for that tilt-a-whirl like fucking slumdog millionaire cutter or whatever the, the slumdog millionaire is. yeah and yeah 
and Keith keeps catching him and then lifting him back up in the air. And then Orange Cassidy's like, fine, I'll flip the other way. And then he catches him, yeah. <laughs> goes back up in the air. He's like, fine, I'll flip around the other way. And mm-hmm. I can't remember how it works in the Oh, yeah, he can't. He ends up getting double teamed, essentially, is how they get out of mm-hmm. it. But really fun. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, like. Oh, yeah, it was. Orange, uh, Orange got finally rolled. got it. And then uh, are, are you talking? I was talking about the flippy yeah, no. thing. Orange finally got the stunner. But Keith Lee was still holding on, so then Darby ran up and hit him with the code red. And that's how they got out of that predicament. And then um, but the, Swerve ended up getting rolled up with the seatbelt? The, the, it was the mouse last trap. Slippers, Darby that pinned him. The mousetrap, that's what he calls it. But yeah, it was after Swerve had hit Keith Lee with a 450 and started laughing. So like Swerve did all these moves to Keith Lee. He basically took out his own partner and then got a quick pin on him. That's how they lost because he didn't work with took, his partner. Took his eye off the ball. Took his eye yeah. off the ball. And then we got another segment with Darby Allen. This was really fucking cool. I loved oh, this. This was awesome. This was yeah. arguably my favorite part of the night. Like this was this was super well done. We have Darby mm-hmm. in like a pre-taped promo package, and he starts talking about how he was trained at. What's Nick Wayne's father's name? Uh, oh, man. I, I should know remember. this. I know they were saying the Wayne Academy. but Yeah, no, I, I got I to gotta look it up just out of respect. Nick yeah. Wayne, father. Jesus. Buddy Wayne. Buddy Wayne, there you go. Okay, so Buddy Wayne, he is a famous indie wrestler. Um, he wrestled for... Progress, DDT Pro, Warrior Red. Like, he he was all over, all over the place. And he <laughs> he trained Darby Allen. Um, when Darby Allen didn't have anything, he trained Darby Allen. Um, and I guess, uh, well, at some point, uh, Buddy Wayne's heart gave out. Uh, <laughs> he died, like many wrestlers before, before him. Um and that left uh, Nick Wayne without a father, and Darby kind of. I don't know if this actually happened, but I imagine it did to an extent. Um, he befriended Nick Wayne. He took him under his wing. He uh, he said that he would always be there for him, and they did show uh, pictures of him. Like I don't know where they were, but it looked like they were like lying on a couch together and playing video games or something. It was a young Darby yeah. Allen. Um, and it was a kid that he was with. So to an extent, this this is true as far as we know. Um, mm-hmm. But as we're watching this, I knew what, would the, what was coming because I saw the Defy Wrestling um, segment where Darby, uh, where Darby Allen came into the ring and presented Nick Wayne with a contract. And this mm-hmm. was when he was 16. And Darby says that he went to Tony Khan and he said, I need you to check out Nick Wayne. Not because I need you to sign my 16-year-old friend, but because I think he's a really good fucking wrestler and he can go. And at this point, Nick Wayne had been all over the indies as a 16-year-old. Yeah. Much like Billy Starks, who is signed (laughs) with AEW at this point. Um, And... I saw that and it was cool. And I think he had just, I think he had wrestled Swerve that night. 
and yeah. maybe beat him. I can't remember, but Darby no, came Swerve, in. Swerve beat him. Swerve, Swerve beat, beat him. him. Okay. And mm. then Darby came in, offered him the contract. Um, we have seen Nick Wayne on TV, but in the crowd at one point. And I think it was Swerve that took a swing at him. It was uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe took a swing at him. Is the match where Joe like took apart the ring to muscle bust Darby? Okay, okay. yes. He like he like pie faced him and stuff yes. during yeah, the yeah, match. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Nick Wayne's been signed for two years, but he was sixteen. I guess maybe they were tra- mm-hmm. doing some training with him as well while he was going to high school. He had to graduate high school. He had to become eighteen. But Darby says mm-hmm. he's eighteen now, so Nick Wayne's coming and. Y'all better be yeah. ready. And they better be ready. He's very fucking good. He's he's very good. Yeah, it's he's kind very of good. Yeah, I can't wait to see him now. I can't wait to see him it, to see if he's bulked up a little bit. Because he's small. Yeah. But he uh mm-hmm. he brings he brings something different. Not too different from someone like Fuego, who's gone now, as of mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Um but yeah, he's sort of like Fuego, but like upgraded. That type of like small guy who can do crazy shit. He's the, he's kind of like, he's Will Ospreay. Yeah. He's Will Ospreay before Will Ospreay. Him and Will Ospreay had a match, and it ends one of the most brutal ways I've ever seen a match. Oh yeah, the, the fucking gif we all see of, yeah. <laughs> of Will Ospreay just murdering a child. Yeah. Yeah, man. It shows you that. Uh, Nick Wayne can fucking Nick Wayne can sell Nick Wayne can take mm-hmm. bumps I can't wait to see him and they said they're going to do another video package next week which I like because a lot of times and sometimes it's true uh, the online fans will be like well who's this guy like because sometimes AEW just brings people in and expects everyone to know him so yeah yeah I like that it's they cool did this because Nick Wayne has a match next week doesn't he I see. I thought I saw that, but I didn't know if if I was really seeing it or not. No, I believe Nick Wayne has a match next week, and I think Mm -hmm. it might be with Swerve. Yeah, I think so. I think I saw that, and I was like, "Did I really just see that?" (laughs) Which is fucking great. And they have a history. They know each other. This is Mm -hmm. this is good. This is someone that you can put him in best foot forward. He's wrestled this guy before. They have experience. They've wrestled multiple times. Yeah, their their last match, I think it's that one where Darby gave him the contract, sort of said, like, I just beat your ass tonight, and two years when you can come to AEW, I'll beat your ass again, or something like that. And here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is going to be great. I cannot, I cannot wait. Um, really good segment. I'm really excited for this kid. And this is where AEW is setting themselves up well for the future, because they keep having these young kids come in. They've got uh, Billy Starks. They've got Nick Wayne. And then they have Willow. I mean, Dante who's, Martin's only 20. They have Willow, who's young. They have yeah. Dante Martin and Darius, who are young. They've got Blue Sky. Okay, she's pretty young. Sky is super young. Like, yeah. super young. And they're pushing her Or Sky already. Blue, not Blue Sky. Sky Sorry. Blue, Blue yes, Sky. Yes, I, I knew him. I heard, I heard Sky. <laughs> I, didn't hear the, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear the word blue. Um, yeah, these, this, this is the future already. It's here. We've mm-hmm. got, like the next few pillars all lined up and new Japan's actually just starting to do that as well. Yeah. They, yeah, they new their... Japan's got their new three musketeers. Yeah. Uh, Ren Narita, Yoda Suji and, and Shota. Shooter. Shootout. Yeah. 
I'm super hyped for Yoda Suji. You know I'm a big Yoda fan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he's basically I'm I don't even I don't want to say it. You know what? Never mind. I won't. He's got <laughs> some similarities to Roman Reigns <laughs> in his moveset. But that's fine. Yeah. Um I think they've he's in L I J now too, which is awesome for him. That's fantastic. They need someone <laughs> like him in L I J after they yeah. lost uh Sonata. Yeah. Sonata, Sonata didn't really leave a gaping hole there because he doesn't have a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yoda looks fucking cool in his big yeah, jacket and his long hair. Yeah, he's a cool looking dude. All right. So, Moving on to Hook attacking Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy <laughs> is basically Hollywood Jack Perry. Yeah. Right now, which I love. I think that's great. Um, Jack Perry comes out of a limo. He says... Uh, he says, this isn't New York. This isn't uh, Red Hook. You can't just attack somebody. Um, that was that was brutal, boorish behavior. I'm a civilized man. He's dressed like fucking Ric Flair. And he mm-hmm. says, I am going to go to Tony Khan, and I'm going to set up a match between us. And before he can do that, Hook attacks him and... I think Tony Schiavone, it's either Alex Marvez or Tony Schiavone, he's just like, Hook is here, (laughs) which is really funny. He's like, hey, Hook is here. (laughs) And then Hook's just beating his ass, and he jumps in the limo again and drives off. And that was it, which, I don't know, it's funny, cool. I like it. He's he's straight up Hollywood Jack Perry, Mm -hmm. and it's great. I love these versions of Hollywood versions of the characters. We got Hollywood... Hollywood Hulk Hogan uh-huh. before he was racist and he was great at it. Yeah. And we, well, maybe probably while he was racist, but we didn't know that. We just didn't know. Yeah. We, didn't know <laughs> um, we had Hollywood rock. We had Hollywood really rock. Now we have Hollywood Jack Perry. It's good. It works mm-hmm. and it will always work. Yeah, for sure. Um, at some point they're probably going to do it with Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, for sure. They probably should have done it with John Cena as well, but they kind of lost their opportunity because he's too old now. Yeah. Now it's just old man Zena. Yeah. With old patch. Um, yeah, so moving on, we have MJF and Adam Cole going to the gym. This oh was excellent. I love God. this segment. And I talked to you. Well, well, I'll say my comparison to, the, to this whole MJF, Adam Cole stuff yeah. afterwards. But we have Adam Cole and MJF going to the gym. Cole doesn't want to be there. MJF is like, hey, I've been waiting for you. I've been here for 20 minutes. Um, oh, you forgot your... Uh, um, I'm better than you, Better baby, than you, sure. baby. Sure. <laughs> and Cole's just like, yeah, whatever. Let's let's go in. And then MJF, he's uh, he's bench pressing. He's like, he's like, you going to spot me, buddy? And Cole's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll spot you. But he's just standing behind him reading his texts not spotting him at all not paying attention if mjf struggled he that thing would go right down on his neck (laughs) loved it um then mjf he sees puff who's a wrestler who's actually wrestled on dark um he's He's like friends with every wrestler too yeah he's he's really good friends with garcia Mm -hmm. he's from buffalo he's one of the buffalo boys um he's working out in there and mjf starts making fun of his weight um and Cole says, hey, you know what? You really shouldn't do that. It's not cool to do that anymore. You can't make fun of someone's weight. And MJF's like, 
oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, you're absolutely right. I need to be better. And Cole's like, however, do you know who he's, uh, who's fatter than him? And then they both say, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. This is great. And I love, if their hate for Tony Schiavone is what brings them together as a unit, I will be so happy. <laughs> so happy. And then we have Adam Cole's, uh, he goes to bench press as well, and MJF says, hey, do you want to, do you want me to take a little bit of this weight off for you? And Cole says, no, I got it. He takes it, and he easily pushes it up yeah, like he 15 just times. It out. <laughs> and MJF's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And even Puff's like, damn yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because everyone talks about adam cole so small adam cole can't do it they Mm -hmm. didn't show the edges so i'm sure they took he's probably being helped yeah (laughs) like they shot it in a way so they had some movie magic there Mm -hmm. because they had they had three plates on each side that's a lot of weight there's no way Adam Adam Cole is pushing that. I mean, he could. It could have been that MJF is uh, couldn't push more, and that's actually Adam Cole's weight that mm-hmm. they were doing. They, there's ways that they can get around that, but it was that's true because it's really MJF well done. Pretty buff lately, so MJF's fucking incredible right now. He looks mm-hmm. insane. Next, we had Acclaim versus the Bollywood Boys and the Blade. This is basically, this is the pee break. Yeah, this is, I know they're doing the Blind Eliminator tag tournaments. I was like, this is the Blade and Bollywood Boys is like a Blind Eliminator trio match. Like, I know, it just didn't, it didn't really make sense. It's like, I don't know. I know that you want to give some like local talent mm-hmm. their shot. Yeah, I know the Bollywood Boys are from Canada. I don't know what part of Canada they're from, but. But the Blade's not. Yeah, he's from Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like I know later on in the show we have Butcher and Magic uh, Matt Menard together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, but the, I don't know. This is a, it. Didn't really need to be on the show. It was fine. Well, whatever. The highlight of the sh- of the match was absolutely Taz talking about one of the guys tank top tan. Yeah, so he's got a tan line from a tank top. <laughs> he talked about it for like 30 seconds. He's like, yeah. I've never seen this in my life. This yeah. is so funny. <laughs> he, as, that was that was it. That, that was my memory of that match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's it. Moving yeah, on. Claimed wins, and then uh, what's-her-face from QTV? What, Harley? Is that her name? Yeah, I don't even know who it is. Again, weird. Uh, why are we doing this? Whatever. I don't know. Well, they had that funny segment on... Uh, rampage a couple weeks ago where she tried to hit on Bowens and the whole crowd started chanting, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but who is this person? Is she a wrestler? Why are they feuding? I don't understand. <laughs> I think it's... I, maybe... I know they've been messing with QTV, so and she's part of that, so I, I'm guessing that's it. Yeah, but I don't I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> Why are we doing a feud? We know, we know they can't wrestle. I, I'm just, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm willing to see where it goes because it's funny. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, she said she's gonna be out there. And she's gonna rap next week. She rapped on Rampage a couple weekends ago. No, I was like, Oof. don't Oof. do that. Like this is <laughs> this is not good. Mm-hmm. Will Washington, make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> you said 
you said that this was the stuff that was bad in wrestling was letting these people who can't rap rap on wrestling television and that you should only let the rappers like swerve rap on wrestling television and that you work for the company that's doing it now come on man yeah maybe he got vetoed <laughs> maybe let's not, higher up. let's not put this white australian lady on the mic yeah. <laughs> i don't want to hear her bars mm-hmm. no thank you um anyways moving on um we got a really cool mox promo where he's calling out eddie for never being happy because he and mox have achieved everything they've wanted to mm-hmm. they they've made it now Eddie's wrestling in Japan, which is what he always wanted. He won a championship, which is what he always wanted. Um, Mox couldn't be happier. Um, he, he said, but Eddie, he's always, there's always a reason why Eddie's not happy. He hates the younger people. He hates the next generation. Meanwhile, Mox and the BCC are building the next generation, which is act- actually correct. <laughs> Even though they're heels, yes, this is what... Uh, Danielson's been saying too. They made Wheeler Yuta, and yeah. uh, they're going to well, like legit backstage. Aren't Mox and Danielson like trainers too for everyone? Probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know Danielson is. I don't know about Mox. I because th- remember Mox resigned was it last year? And I think it was like part of his contract is he's like a player coach now, as he should be because mm-hmm. he's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. He he said that. Uh, Eddie just hates the world, and it's frustrating. And he's a, he's like, come on, Eddie, you're better than this. And also, pick up your fucking phone. Yeah, I, I like that at the end. Pick up your phone. Um, really good. Like just real. It's just mm-hmm. it just feels real. And it reminds I like me it. of their first feud they had when Mox was the champ. It was felt yes. Good. Where Mox didn't want to fight him, but Eddie just wanted to. Eddie was just so mad. Yeah. Um, they announced, and here, this is where they announced that, uh, this is really cool. They announced that at Blood and Guts, and I didn't even think about this. This is, I don't know if this is creative way to get around things or if they knew this the whole time, but like, this is, this is smooth as hell to do this. They say that at Blood and Guts, Eddie Kingston is... At the G1, so he can't be there. And Brian Danielson is hurt, so he can't be there. So the fifth men on each team are question marks. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god. This is so smooth. I wonder if both of them could have been in it. They would have had a sixth man, and those would have been the question marks. You know? that That's what I'm thinking, but mm-hmm. it's like it's like they always knew Eddie wasn't going to be in it. Well, yeah. I mean, he was announced for the G1 like a month ago, so maybe they... That's what I mean. It's yeah. like, it's like, it, it almost seems like they booked Danielson's injury. Like, that's yeah. how smooth this came off. Danielson here. knew in his head, he's like, I gotta injure myself to make this work. Because <laughs> it's, it's so smooth. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, they just pivoted right into the storyline. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, because Eddie's in the G1, this is a question. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were all like, "Oh, how are they going to do this?" Like, "Oh, wow, this is this is very smooth." And mm-hmm. since then, spoilers. Skip ahead a minute if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, I was going to say some stuff's coming. Um, Kenny, I, I guess the the elite have they're running back that match between the Dark Order Dark and Order. the Elite. 
uh-huh. on Rampage. And I guess after that match, Kenny comes out and he says that he has a friend that he that's coming in to fill the to fill the question mark. He's, he says he loves all elite wrestling. He loves the elite. We have a lot of history together. I was just recently visiting him and not in Canada. Yeah. It's Kota Ibushi. Yeah, of course. And apparently there is a report that all the wrestlers in the back just believe it to be Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. They don't know exactly how long he'll be there, but it might be... Uh, they said that Kota Ibushi's representatives have um, stopped, or not stopped, they have reduced his schedule, which is funny because he's wrestled two matches in like five years. Yeah, he has a. He was announced for what's that promotion? Gleet is that in Japan? Okay, Gleet. Gleet. He has a match in that in like the beginning of August, which is after Blood and Guts. But so I mean, well, that's the only other match I've heard him booked in. Gleet's cool, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we'll see that match get dropped. I don't know. Anyways, I guess they've kept his schedule light because mm-hmm. um, I guess he was going to go out and just do indies for a while. That's well, he was, and then you remember right before the um... GCW. Yeah, right before Bloodsport. I can't think of the name of it. It was like rumored that he hurt his shoulder and he couldn't be in the, those matches, but then he still wrestled anyway, so maybe... And he was, was amazing in them. Yeah, yeah. Like, This man's hurt? Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, superhuman stuff. He and mm-hmm. Kenny, together. They have two working shoulders between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is extremely exciting for me. And uh, because I've always said that as much Kenny has maybe the bigger matches and has the bigger and has had the bigger moments in his career <laughs> and the more famous matches and arguably the better matches. But my favorite wrestler is Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Because he he's able to blend the the grappling, the strong style, and the strikes. Kenny yeah. has some strikes. But not like the kickbuck, not the strong style. Oh, like no Henny has the knee strikes and the chops and the Polish hammer, which are cool. But Kota Ibushi brings his kickboxing background. He's a legit kickboxer. Mm-hmm. And Ibushi has murder Bushi. We don't get that from Kenny. Kenny just, Kenny's a seven star wrestler. Yeah, Kenny's like like Ken- a fighting spirit. Type Kenny's the best world. wrestler in the world. Kota Bushi's my favorite wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. He just yeah. he he gets that mean streak. He mm-hmm. has that little bit of psycho in him, which Kenny has, but more so in terms of dropping himself on his fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> and so does Kota. I, I yeah, Kota's nuts too. I, I can't still, wait to see murder Abushi in the uh, in the the cage. In the cage? That's gonna be awesome. Ooh. Bleeding Kota Ibushi? Yes, please. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Then we get to see Kota and fucking Takeshi square off. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Because that's good. Takeshi is like the second coming of Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Because Kota really Ibushi's is. getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. And Takeshi is just him in his prime. Yeah, Kota Ibushi doesn't look like he's getting up there in age, but he is. No, <laughs> Kota yeah. Ibushi is like 37, 8 years old. Yeah, he looks like he's 25, but... <laughs> yeah, he's got some crazy genes. Mm-hmm. And apparently just works out nonstop. Yeah, but you, 
You could tell he looks like a comic book character. He turned fucking Tanahashi into a shredded god. Yeah. You saw what happened when Kota Bushi left. Tanahashi went back to his old man self. Yeah. He's looking a little... little, He's looking his age. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to say he looks bad. He looks his age. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I cannot wait for this. This is so exciting for me. And... You know what? I'm just going to say who I think the elites uh, or who I think the other team's person is. I think it is going to be Evil Uno. You think it's going to be Evil Uno? Yeah, you said that last night. I think it's going to be Evil Uno, which is a little bit of a downgrade, but I think they're telling that story. And I think they're telling that story for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's just... uh, that's where I think it's going. I think they're doing a little bit of red herring work right now. And if I yeah, we're getting right into that red herring work. As I look at my notes, um, we have Jericho coming out to a hero's welcome in Calgary. Or no, Edmonton. Because he wrestled very briefly in Calgary, right? If I, Yeah, he was trained by Stu Hart. Yeah, yeah he's trained by Stu Hart. I believe he, wrest- he wrestled in Alberta a ton. But I believe he wrestled for Stu Hart's company. Um, yeah, that's where he got his start. It was him and Lance Storm. What was their tag team? The Thrill Seekers or something like that? I never watched it. but Well, I, I believe, didn't either. But I, I just, believe if, you. Yeah, if you watch like old ECW tapes, they would talk about it. <laughs> How they were a tag team in Canada. Yeah, no, I, I do believe you. But anyways, he comes <laughs> out to a hero's welcome and he said, you know what? This is bittersweet because obviously I love to be here in front of your fans. I love the cheers. I love to be back in Alberta. He said, I got all my first wrestling gigs here. It's very near and dear to my heart. I feel rejuvenated here. But the reality is, I've lost a shit ton of matches lately. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a bit of a losing streak, and I kind of have to reevaluate, reevaluate things. And it's like, oh shit, they're just baby-facing Chris Jericho here. Yeah. I was like, okay. I don't dislike baby-face Chris Jericho. Um, but I was like, okay. Oh okay we'll we'll see where this goes and then we have this hear this weird noise and we look to the screen in the back Ooh, that's like the music they play it was so strange and i feel like they didn't know how to turn it off um but, I'll get to that. <laughs> but out comes don Callis with uh with the hibben takeshita centaur Fucking! I died when I saw that picture on the side. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'll and you know shirt. what? I actually follow that artist on Twitter. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I I follow her on Twitter. She was uh, talking about how her art is on AW Dynamite, and she showed. I was like, "Holy shit!" She's the fucking <laughs> Don Callis person who makes all his paintings. That's awesome. That's, so that's she did so, the Kinian Callis one too. Yeah, she probably did that one as well. So um, that's so sick. Yeah, so anyways, he comes down to the ring and he says, you're now my favorite person from Winnipeg. Um, I used to love this other guy from Winnipeg, but he cut a hole in my heart. He's no longer my family. As you can see, I've been building a family. Um, Takeshita, I want to continue to build this family. You're on a bit of a losing streak, but I want to invite you into the Don Callis family. And Chris Jericho says, Baby, I'm Chris Jericho. I don't, I don't join factions. I run factions. Um, mm-hmm. But he says my answer is maybe. 
and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you know. So right here, right away, I texted you. I was like, oh, Chris Jericho is going to be the guy in the, uh, in the Blood and Guts match. But I believe this to be a red herring. I believe that's yeah. not going to happen. Um, I believe it's going to be Evil Uno. But anyways, okay. Chris Jericho's leaving, um, and he gets he gets to the back, and Don Callis has a big grin on his face. So you can think you see that Don Callis thinks that he's won. He thinks he's got Chris Jericho to join their side. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Jericho, and I was like, I don't know if that's going to happen. But Chris Jericho goes to the back, and we have uh, Danny Garcia and Sammy, and they're like, or Danny Garcia says, "Hey, what are you doing? We're your family. We're." we're your boys We're we are the faction you don't need them and he says you're right you you don't need me actually at a certain point i'm not going to be here you have to stand on your own on your own four feet i guess in this case and uh i just heard that you guys are paired up in the uh in the tag team clusterfuck whatever the fuck it is the eliminator blind eliminate whatever they call it yeah. which is like it's it's blind, but somehow all these guys who are associated with each other are all paired together. Which is, yeah. It's just so fun. except for like a couple teams, two of them are completely random. And you're like, wait, yeah. everyone else is teamed up with their mortal enemy or their best friend, except for this one team. Yeah, <laughs> or these two jobbers. Okay, great. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, well, there's another one. Jeff Jarrett's teaming up with somebody. Matt Hardy. Jeff Jarrett's teaming up with Matt Hardy, which is, that's kind of funny. Yeah, which they're fighting on Friday, so that's going to be awesome. Yes. Please put Jeff Jarrett in my video game. Yeah. I've got two Matt Hardys. Matt Hardy's in there twice? Well, I mean, he's got got another gear, essentially. Oh, okay. He's got a Matt Hardy version, whatever the fuck, of the regular Matt Hardy, and then he's got the, it is I, Matt Hardy. (laughs) One, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. The Count. <laughs> Two Matt Hardys, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Anyways, yeah, and so they're going to be wrestling, and Chris Jericho makes it sound like, hey, you know what, maybe I am going to take it. I didn't say yes, I didn't say no, and I think it's going to be a no. Mm-hmm. And then there, there's going to be a match or whatever, and then, I don't know, it's like maybe Evil Uno fights Chris Jericho and beats him out. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But uh yeah, it's uh I think there it's not a it's not I, I would say it's not a coincidence that they're running back that match again on yeah. Rampage. I think that's to build up that I mean obviously that's a storyline, but to mm-hmm. for some more shit to happen. And Kenny's out there for some reason. Yeah. So maybe Kenny ran out there and like broke up a fight because you know it's going to get more nasty. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's my theory on it. Which, so, I'm curious to think see how people would react to Evil Uno being the guy if that is the way they go. If he if they if they do that, they have to have him like brutalize Hangman. Like they have to have him just beat the ever loving crap out of Hangman. Yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna be like. Uno, yeah. <laughs> like, where's just, my, t- my Tonga or something? Yeah, like that. if something he just joins because he's just mad at Hangman, then that's not gonna work. They're gonna have to have him beat down Hangman pretty bad. 
Yeah, and I think he will. <laughs> I think that's coming. Um, they've got all they've got all kinds of shit. When is this match happening? The nineteenth, day before my birthday. Shit, that's very soon. Yeah, two weeks. Cool. All right. Uh, da, 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 happy birthday to you for that Thanks. one. Okay, now we have. This was the main event? Well, we haven't talked about Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. Okay, yeah. So, no, this isn't the main event. So now we have MJF and Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. Daddy Magic. And the Butcher. And apparently, I didn't see it on the thing. Maybe it was just an online promo of Daddy Magic and the Butcher. And Daddy Magic calls their team. Uh, magic meat. Magic meat, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Daddy Magic, and he's just like, I love teaming with this man. Look at him; it looks like a super villain. And he just yeah. slaps him in the chest, <laughs> and his monocle falls out. <laughs> is it? They're really funny together, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked it a lot. So this anyways. whole segment was great because you get MJF coming out first. He's like, "Cut my music," and then he points to have uh, Adam Cole come out, and he like tries to hug Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's like, "Boundaries, boundaries." We talked about this, and then like he does the Adam Cole walk, like with his hands up too. When He's basically down the, the the Miz, um, mm-hmm. and what was the other guy? Sandow. Yeah, the Miz Dow. He's basically Mizdow, the Mizdow yeah. version of Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, and then like when Adam Cole goes in the ring to do the Jim Jeff's like sprinting around him in circles. It's hilarious. <laughs> so <And> funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I was dying. Mm-hmm. And then they have the match and uh, MJF is wrestling in his heel self but like trying to get Adam Cole to like grab his hand during yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> during the what what's that move called abdominal stretch Dur- yes during the abdominal stretch and eventually cole grabs the hand and the fans are up They're like yeah yeah because out of or uh, mj starts to do it chant do it do it is really fucking entertaining whenever mjf tries to act baby face it's the funniest thing ever because he's you, like completely 100 percent over the top you can see that if they ever want to make him a baby face He'll be the most over baby face they've ever had. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's so funny. And yeah. And he's really endearing. <laughs> like, he just wanted to cheer for him. And, um, yeah, and I guess in one of the thing, oh, yeah, um, over the weekend, Adam or uh, MJF called in to uh, Adam Cole's Twitch. Yeah. To be like, hey, so I thought we could get these like uh, tag team gear and this and that. And Adam Cole's like, hey, we uh, I kind of try to separate church and state here. Yeah. Like, I, I don't talk about wrestling on my Twitch. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. So about the about the gear, he's like, no, no, boundaries. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> and then MJF also like sends in like a Twitch donation with a comment. Yeah, he created, MJF has a Twitch account now he created a twitch account to do this because uh he uh that wrestling podcast going in raw he was in their chat the other day like talking (laughs) to people in their chat it's so funny it's amazing (laughs) and you know he's just fucking playing aw fight yeah (laughs) 
um but yeah so he uh so in that one he in that comment, he's just like, hey, so I was thinking we do like a, a double clothesline tag finisher. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool. And then as they're coming down the ring, he's just like, hey, so we're going to do the double clothesline, right? And yeah. then, um, yeah, so. But anyways, in this match, MJF starts working the super baby face, getting beat down in the corner, being held <laughs> back from Adam Cole. He's playing the fucking Ricky Morton role. Yeah. <laughs> and the fans are like, no, not MJF. And he's getting beat down and he gets put in, he gets put in the abdominal stretch with the, with the extra hand cheating. And he's yelling, help me, Adam, help me, yeah. <laughs> help me, Adam. <laughs> and the, and the fans are like, Adam, get in there, break it up, run across the ring, cheat. Um, it's really funny, and eventually he gets the hot tag to Adam Cole, and the fans go crazy, and Adam Cole wins. He wins with hitting the boom, but before he hits the boom, uh, MJ's just like, tag me in. We'll do the double clothesline. Tag <laughs> me in. And Adam Cole's like, no, I don't trust you. I'm just going to fucking hit the boom. So he I hits the they, boom. I hope they win the whole tournament with the double clothesline. Finally. I think they absolutely are going to. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they they win the match, and MJF jumps on the mic, and he says, this is amazing, we're so good together. I think we probably would have won the match a little faster if we hit the double clothesline, but we'll have another match. This is yeah. a tournament. It's going to be okay. Um, but I have one last thing I have to say, and Adam Cole stops, and MJF says, happy birthday and they start singing happy birthday people come out with a cake for adam cole there's fucking as he says happy birthday there's fucking streamers streamers shoot out (laughs) the crowd singing him happy birthday um he puts a party hat on everyone puts a party hat on himself he puts one on adam cole who looks pissed Mm-hmm. He look. He doesn't look pissed. But he looks annoyed, and then he puts one of those little party blowers in his mouth, yeah. and he just looks so, like, so annoyed. And then he goes like, like yeah. <laughs> with great comedic timing. And MJF says, "Now you're getting into the spirit." And then as they're giving Adam Cole the cake, He's MJF like, looks at the wish. camera and whispers to it, "I'm going to push his face in the cake." Oh, you forgot um, oh. MJF singing. <laughs> Oh he yeah, he happy he sings happy birthday to him a cappella like he's Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Which is amazing. And then he says, I'm gonna push his face in the cake. And he goes up to Adam Cole to push his face in the cake. Adam Cole, being a wrestler, reverses him and slams M- MJF's face in the cake hard. And MJF mm-hmm. falls on the ground. He looks at Adam Cole, he just starts laughing. And Adam Cole's kind of laughing. And uh the fans say, eat the cake, eat the cake. So he, <laughs> MJF takes a little bit of cake and he gives it to Adam Cole and he <laughs> eats it. And then Adam Cole says, I have to be honest, this was pretty cool. Thank you. And <laughs> then he leaves the ring. He's like, you're maybe a good friend. Mm-hmm. And you, he leaves the ring. You see he's kind of confused. He's like, MJF's supposed to be this bad guy. I don't know what's going on. And my the whole time as i'm watching this I'm just, this feels like festival of friendship oh yeah we just got jimmy jacobs the man yeah. who wrote festival of friendship joining the company i don't know how long 
it was that he joined, but this feels this has his fingertips, his yeah. fingerprints all over it. I don't know this, if that's the case, but the influence is definitely there. Yeah, if if he didn't write this, he he helped whoever wrote it write it. Then because this, yeah, you're right. This is this is festival of friendship levels of awesome. It's so good. It's so good, and it's it's also like what the uh, Champa Gargano thing was kind of based off of. They were actual roommates, they're actual best friends, and then they had the falling out, and then it got brutal. But it's like, yeah. this is, uh, like, it. I can tell you right now, I will legitimately be sad when the eventual fight breaks out and they're not friends. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be upset. When they first announced they are doing a team, I was like, uh, we don't have to do a well, can-they-coexist storyline, but no, I'm glad they're doing it now. No, they're not awesome. doing a can-they-coexist storyline. This is MJF. He already did this with Sammy. Yeah. And it was funny. So they're like, okay, there's something here. Mm-hmm. We can use this. So they kind of abandoned the Sammy one in a way that made sense. Mm-hmm. And, but now they're doing it here, and it's even better. And I like that this is also one of MJF's tricks that mm-hmm. he does. He has the, I'm going to put you through the 10 trials, which he's done a million times. And now this is also, I'm going to befriend you and have you think that I'm your friend. And then I'm going to be Judas. Yeah. And he kind of did it to Punk a little bit as well. Like he tries to manipulate you. Yeah. He did it to Jericho. He did it to Cody. Yeah. It's this is his thing. We, (laughs) we don't see, I mean, we guess we kind of do see it coming, but it's, uh, it's cool. I love it. It's very nice. Okay. Brit versus Ruby Soho. This is a match that is a year in the making. Yeah. It's supposed to happen like, last week, but Brit was sick. Sorry, I think I turned my mic down by accident. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I said this is supposed to happen last week, but Brit was sick. Yes. So um, and this match is just Brit fighting a stable. We have... <laughs> Brit getting in their face on the outside, being confident, getting in their face, smiling, yucking it up, and then getting her ass beat. Um, then we have her uh, fighting them. We have her eating a title belt to the head, which was mm-hmm. cool that they brought that back, that it's not just gone forever. But the uh, Owen Hart... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't take you seriously. Oh, that. I was rubbing my eyes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're rubbing your eyes, but it looked, it kind of looked like you were trying to make me laugh. Oh. <laughs> um, Brad was doing something weird with his face, and it, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, like, she, it was just her versus a stable, and mm-hmm. Brett is without her people right now. Rebel's kind of been gone for a while. She doesn't yeah, really... Yeah, where has Rebel been? She doesn't really exist right now. Yeah. Um, and Hater is off with her injury, injury yeah. for the time being. I imagine we won't see her until right before Wembley, if at all, because you don't want to bring her back before Too Wembley soon. if she's not going to be able to wrestle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then in the end, it was a good match back and forth. We had uh, Ruby going for the lockjaw. We had Britt going for the lockjaw. We had Britt about to tap out Ruby Soho. Only to have her Ruby just pulled right out of the ring by her people, which mm-hmm. not considered a a uh, disqualification because AEW doesn't really do that. Mm-hmm. And then we have Brit losing to a victory roll because of all the um, interference, which 
just makes sense when you realize that it's uh, blue sky or sky blue. I did it <laughs> the same as you. We have sky blue is going to be facing uh, Ruby Soho, and they've been having a feud lately, which, okay, yes, I saw this coming. I didn't see this coming a mile away, but I should have. Yeah, I honestly didn't think Britt was going to lose, but it makes sense. I thought Britt was going to lose just because the outcasts are the storyline right now. Yeah. And Britt doesn't really have one. Um, yeah, so uh, Britt loses, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of lost fair and square. I mean, she didn't, but it wasn't it wasn't a cheating thing that beat her in the end. It was yeah. just she got caught. It was like death by a thousand cuts because it they kept interfering. It, it really was death by a thousand cuts. And uh, yeah, and then we have... Uh, Sky Blue coming out on the on the ramp, getting in Ruby Soho's face. That match is going to be good. This is mm-hmm. going to be a big moment for Sky Blue. I don't think she wins. But uh, I, I don't think so. She's already gotten a victory over the Outcast, so I don't think she'll get yeah. another one. But I, who do you think wins? I think it's probably going to be Ruby Soho. The Ruby Soho. I think it's going to be Ruby Soho or Athena. It could be Athena. It could. The one thing with Athena is she hasn't really been on AEW. Yeah. So if this is going to be a way to launch her back into AEW, great. But you would... My my brain says, who's been on TV every week? That's true. And the whole women's division has been revolving around the outcasts. Yeah, and with the, if the outcasts have the women's title and the Owen Cup final title, then... You know, they could brag about that stuff even more. Yeah, they're the female NWO. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need another member. I still think Athena should join them because she fits. Yes. She's in WWE for a long maybe, time. Maybe she does. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it would make sense, but yeah, uh, I would like that. I would like that. Okay. Last match of the night, Kenny versus Yuta. Oh, my God. Yeah, this match was awesome. This match was uh This is great. This I don't even really have that many notes for this match. This is just this is a five-star banger. Yeah. Like this was and it's surreal to see Kenny Omega closing out a show with Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. What in the world? 2 years ago, we just wanted Wheeler Yuta signed. Yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> you guys should watch his like match on fucking IWTV where he wrestled this guy and it was really good. Blah, 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 blah. No one knew who he was. Mm-hmm. I watched this guy play fucking dodgeball on WrestleMania weekend with MJF <laughs> in, on, in like GCW, like f- the year before uh, AEW existed. That's so funny. <laughs> they had like a, they had a dodgeball match. Fucking Ethan Page was in it. Mm-hmm. Fucking MJF was in it. Wheeler Yuta was in it. I think Alley Cat was in it. Now they're all doing things. I mean, I guess Alley Cat isn't, but she's still one of the biggest indie stars. So she's making yeah. her money. I would, mm-hmm. I would hope. Um, yeah, so this match fucked. Um, Kenny was still selling the Osprey match, which was cool. Oh yeah, that that was the other person that we maybe thought could have been the other guy was Osprey. 
Yeah, but if Kenny can't, if um, Kingston can't, Kingston do. can't be in it because of the G one, then um, then then Osprey probably can yeah. as well. As much as I think that would be probably the best storyline, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's possible. Um, yeah, so we had Kenny's body failing him. Um, he went to do the uh, you can't escape and couldn't escape mm-hmm. <laughs> his own move. Yeah, he could not escape that time. Um. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, Wheeler Yuta has completely leveled up to the level of a guy who can wrestle with the top stars in the world. He can main event with Kenny Omega. He doesn't look like he's missing a beat. The fans are in it. It wasn't like it wasn't like when like let's say like they have Dustin Rhodes facing. There was one main event where they had Dustin Rhodes facing somebody in the main event. People were just like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm yeah. Like, no yeah. disrespect to Dustin Rhodes, but they're like, why is this a main event? Mm-hmm. Um, they had a Shoddy Lee main event one time against somebody, and people were like, he's not ready. Don't put him on in the spot. And they revolted, and they were... were started to dislike Shoddy Lee and shit like that. Like, when someone's not ready, the fans will let you know. Mm-hmm. And the fans were letting us know that Wheeler Yuta is more than ready. Um, they were into it from start to finish. Um, he took it to Kenny. He was beating the shit out of Kenny. I thought he was going to win the match at one point towards the end. Yeah, it was really fucking good. Um, yeah, just great, great fucking match. Like, I can't. Didn't Don Callis came out at one point? Yeah, I was about to go into the Indian. So the Indian was Don Callis. He runs down, and while everyone's distracted by that, Takeshita comes in, hits Kenny with a blue thunder bomb. Wheeler Yuta runs in. Gets this is when I thought Wheeler Yuta was going to win. I was like, oh shit! And then Kenny kicks out, and then V triggers him. One winged angel. One two three. Then BCC and Takeshita are out there beating up Kenny. Hung Bucks come out. They start beating everyone up. They're about to do like a buckshot with a chair to Claudio or something. They're about to do something really brutal to Claudio. Oh, yeah. And they, I think they had said that Claudio wasn't there and Mox mm-hmm. is in Japan. Yeah. So Wheeler's all alone. So when Claudio came out, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then so they're about to do something really brutal to Claudio. And then the Dark Order run in the ring and they grab the chair from uh, Hangman and then it cuts. I was like, this is the most WCW Nitro ending I've seen in a long time. And that's the thing. With them yeah. inserting Dark Order into this storyline, they're mm-hmm. Uno's in that match. Yeah. It makes sense when you, you say it like that. Like he keep they keep showing up in this storyline. Mm-hmm. They're part of it. And they've made them part of these storylines before, only for them to fall by the wayside, which mm-hmm. I think is sort of the point. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what Dark Order's complaint is. Like, uh, before, like, for the last Blood and Guts match, we thought it was going to be Hangman and Dark Order versus the, uh, who, who'd they face? Was it the uh, BCC? I don't know. They, I don't know. Whoever they were feuding with at the time could have been BCC. Um, when they came out and did the cowboy entrance? Yeah, well, yeah, there was one moment where it was 
It was Hangman and the Dark Order, and we're like, okay, that's going to be a blood and guts match against whoever it was they were feuding with. Oh, it was the BCC is when Hangman and Box were feuding. And then all of a sudden, the the Young Bucks showed up, and then it was like, okay, and then we never saw Dark Order again, and then Hangman was just with them. This is that storyline still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is B- or Dark Order now showing up months later, like three, four, five months later, and being like, why'd you walk away from us? Mm-hmm. Like, we had your back in all those multi-man matches only for these guys who didn't like you to show up all of a sudden, and then you ran off into the sunset with them. And, uh, yeah, this is cool. I like that they're circling back, mm-hmm. and Dark Order's now back, and like, nah, fuck you. We're we're getting involved in this, whether you want us here or not. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. Also, why the fuck isn't Evil Uno in the game? The man has been... <laughs> he runs your video game division. He's been promoting that game from his fucking hotel room for a year. <laughs> Running Twitch streams, doing panels, doing all the shit. They've got the fucking masked minions in the game, but they don't have Evil Uno. That's weird. The Evil Uno's not in it. I know. It is weird. Only John Silver is from the Dark Order. And Anna J, but she's, I guess, is in the JS right now? She's in the JS now. Which is weird, because <laughs> why did they even put them in the JAS since they're not going to use them in the JAS? Yeah. Now they just call her Anna J.A.S. That's just mm-hmm. it. I don't know. They're weird with the factions sometimes. It's like, yeah. okay, they're in a faction, but they don't They don't ever. Like, I was going to say, sometimes the factions are like super tight. Like you see them together every week, and then sometimes it's like, are they still in the faction? At least have one person second somebody to the ring all the time. Yeah. Like have Anna J. Well, come out. Some of Anna J.'s matches uh, 3.0 would come out with her on like Rampage and stuff. Okay, okay, fair enough. I haven't been watching Rampage, mm-hmm. so I didn't I was going to say, that. I think her, I think it was her versus Sky Blue in the first round of the Owen, and I'm pretty sure 3.0 came out with her. So okay, that good. Was... That, that's the type of shit I want to see. I want to see them rolling deep, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you forget that Anna Jay's part of that group, or, yeah. and that Ty Mello is part of that group. And yeah. Ty Mello's going to be gone for a while, but... Well, yeah, I remember they when Ty wasn't on TV for a long time, I was like, what are they doing with Ty? But then she was pregnant, so they couldn't have her on TV. Yeah. Anyways, this was, a uh, This is good. And I've enjoyed it. And we are going to... We're going to hang it up now. 